You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your Welcome back to another episode. How are you doing this week? I would just say my week has just been crazy, okay? Um... I literally this morning, my son was almost late to school. And yeah, it's just been this new transition. Like I talked about last week, uh, my son is in uh, preschool and he's going to school about like two hours a day. So it's, it's, it's new. It's new and it's different. And I'm just getting adjusted in this season. And I actually want to start this episode off with a little story time of this new schedule because One thing that I always kind of wanted when I was younger, when I would think about my life was like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to be able to stay home with my kids and do all these like fun things. But also, like, as I got older, I realized, like, no, you know, I kind of like working as well. I like staying home. I like having a flexible schedule that allows me to do what I want to do. And this week, honestly, I feel like I've had a good balance of that, but I also have not had a good balance. Of it in the sense that this episode is coming out on a Friday, okay? But we're working through it. We're getting there. We are getting there. I will tell you that. Um, but in this new schedule with my son, I've just been trying to be intentional about a few different things. And this week, I feel like more than last week, I've just been noticing how much correcting and redirecting so that Jax is able to learn like how to do things differently and how to learn the right way to do some things. Of course, it'll never be perfect. My parenting will never be perfect, but always just trying to be intentional and guiding him in the right direction, you know... I just started to think about a few different things, especially because I'm trying to practice this like gentle parenting, which is like parenting with respect, which is um, giving a lot of grace, which if I just think about who Jesus was, if he had children, how would he have parented them? You know, it definitely would have been with respect. Like if we could have seen his children on earth, what would they have looked like? And, and this is, this is literally what I was thinking about. And then I was thinking about like, oh yeah, you know, I am his child. And how does he treat me? How does his word say that he treats me? And then when I think about that, I'm like, okay, The hardest part about parenting is disciplining Jax. And when I say discipline, I mean like respectful discipline, Um, respectful, like um, disciplining with respect is actually the proper term 
for it. And a lot of it is just allowing Jax to kind of go through the natural consequences for his actions and not like the consequences that I feel like he should have for his actions. And what I was thinking about was the fact that one time he hit me, like he got really upset and he hit me. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to let you hit me. You know, I'm not going to hit you. Hitting hurts. Going through the whole thing. And I noticed that he got upset because I removed myself. In a, in a environment to keep myself safe, I removed myself. And of course, he had to deal with the natural consequences of that. And that alone allow him to see that I was not going to allow myself to myself to be unsafe. And I let him feel how he was feeling. I didn't tell him how he should feel. I just wasn't going to let him hit me. He should not hit anybody else. That's not safe. That is not kind. We do not do that. So that is an example of respectful discipline. And one thing that I was thinking about, because I've been going back and forth with this. One thing I love about being a parent now is that I get to see like how my relationship with God ties into like how I'm parenting Jax. And like I get a lot of revelation like, oh, wait, I do that. I do this and then God allows me to deal with natural consequences. And I wanted to give y'all an example of this because it all kind of came full circle this week when I was really thinking about it. And and I shared before how I stopped smoking. And then over the summer, I was just stressed out, you know, a lot of change, a lot of things happening and and a lot of just like me changing and I'm me not really being able to navigate that change. And so I started smoking again. And the crazy thing is, is that when I started smoking again, I realized that I was really starting to live against the flow of God's power. And I want to explain this. So I know I spoke about it on the podcast. I think I spoke about it. I know I talked to somebody else about it, but I was studying for three hours, literally studying and my spirit wasn't fulfilled. And then I also at the same time didn't really feel like myself. So instead of taking the pressure that I was feeling to God and being patient, I was taking the pressure to him and not allowing him to guide me. And I was taking the pressure into my own hands. I was like, okay, God, this is what I'm feeling. This is where I am. And I was like, you know, in this moment, I'm stressed out. But instead of just like being patient and waiting and understanding and just and just waiting it out you know my flesh took over right and this cause this really started to make me start to feel so distant from God and then in a sense I did feel after a while I did start to feel a little guilty like oh dang God am I truly being patient or am I just being a control girl? Am I taking things into my own hands? Am I doing what I feel like I should be doing in this in this situation? Or am I just really allowing you to guide me? And God actually directed me to Psalm 51. And in this, I was starting to think, wow, how many of us struggle with this? Like how many of us have this same problem? Because think about it, a lot of us We love God. We love God so much that we carry this great deal of guilt and shame when we make a choice that's not pleasing to God, especially when we know he already has dealt with us on this topic before. 
And this is what causes us to feel like that distance from God. And then what I remember now, what I have like tried to remember in the moment, which I cannot always have to reflect and be like, okay, I see it. I got it. Okay, let's go. But remembering that our relationships have highs and lows. Y'all know I always talk about the roller coaster that I go on in my walk with God. This is just a roller coaster of relationships. Like we all have high, high, like peaks and valleys in every relationship that we have. And it's normal. It's normal to have them. And now I understand like giving myself grace. Like, okay, yeah, you living in the flesh, but God don't allow me to get so far from you that I can't come back. Don't allow me to make so many mistakes that I can't even see you and feel you anymore. And that's where I was like, like I was out there. I was, I was, I was getting distant. I was getting too distant. And what I'm realizing now that it's important to remember what God expects from us during the moments when we're falling short and after we fall short of his glory. Because at the end of the day, when I felt like, you know, in these moments when I was smoking, I was sinning intentionally for my own selfish selfish reasons because I know God had dealt with me on this I know what he told me and a part of me was thinking like oh you know I think it's fine you know I've still been studying I've still been um watching church every week I've still been in it I've still been doing my devotionals I've still been reading I'm like I'm here with you God I'm here but then on the other hand I was also telling him like I'm I'm feeling sad I'm feeling stressed out I don't know what's going on um I'm confused but I wasn't just waiting I was literally just taking it into my own hands and being like, okay, I don't want to feel this no more, but maybe it was a purpose in me feeling it. Maybe it was like to help me grow. And, and I'm sure it was because it always is. But then I asked myself, like, why is this a problem that we all have, God? Like, why? And it was pretty clear. It's like, okay, well, you're still human. You're still human and you're still in the world and you're still going to make mistakes and you're still going to fall short. But the most important thing is to remember is what you do after. What is how what is your heart posture after? How does how does your your response to the situation look different from last time you made a choice that was unfulfilling to me? And then we all have this problem too because we can be so stubborn. Like I was just, I really felt like I was being so stubborn and stuck in my ways and too stuck in my ways to see that this was even a problem. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm still doing all the stuff that I need to do, but why wasn't my spirit feeling fulfilled anymore? And why did I not see that? How did I not understand that in the moment? Well, because I was being stubborn. I was, I was stuck in my own ways. I was doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't allowing God to guide me. And sometimes we don't allow God to guide us when we are being selfish. And it's like literally us living against the flow of his power. It's us doing what we want to do. And that's why we get stressed out. And that's why things get so hard. We sometimes make things a lot harder for ourselves because we aren't patient enough to wait for God to move. We end up making a decision. And that, and then God 
sometimes disciplines us for that decision so that we can learn the right way to do things. And this is how I come full circle with the relationship that I have with my son now, because it's so easy to think that, oh, because I stopped smoking for a while and because God didn't check me on it right away, then I'm all good. And, you know, I'm still studying physically. You know, I'm not distant from you. I'm still here. You know, I'm still so in love with you and I'm not drifting. And I wasn't drifting until I was. I was I was cool until I wasn't, you know. I was fulfilled until I wasn't. And then it, then I was distant. I was spiritually, I was so, di- I felt so distant and so unfulfilled. And that really added to the sadness that I was feeling over the summer. And, and then when I started to feel sad, that's kind of when I started to feel, you know, the shame and the guilt, like trying to creep in. And now that I look back, I think God was disciplining me, disciplining me for the decisions that I was making so that I could still be useful to him so that I could come back to him on a spiritual level, on like an intimate level. And this is why I wanted to share some points with y'all, because this is something that we all deal with. Like We all deal with sin in a different way, on a different level, like nobody's perfect. But how do we work through feeling guilty for making bad choices? How do we work with feeling sad about bad choices that we make spiritually? We talking like we got the levels, you know, on the physical level, we go to therapy on the spiritual level. Well, what do we do? How do we get through it now? How do we come back to God? Well, the one thing, the one point that you need to know and always remember, and I'll always say it because it's so easy to forget it, especially if you've had situations where you, when you have not felt love and you have not felt like anybody has your back, it's so important to remember that God loves to guide you. He loves to guide us. Like we are his children and he loves to guide us with his love and wisdom, which is so important. And And today I was actually reading my devotional and she was talking about um, going to practice, like showing up to practice every day. Like you might have today, you might have had a bad week in practice. And but last week you had a great week in practice, but you still showed up this week. But it's been a tough week for you. And today was your worst day. But guess what? You're going to still come back to practice tomorrow and you're going to get better. So showing up so that God can continue to guide us is so important. And the second point I want you to know is God needs us to abandon our pride. It's hard because when you live in the world, and I know I've probably mentioned this before, but like when you live in the world, we sometimes approach our relationship with God. Like we approach worldly relationships and we're like, oh, God's disappointed in me. Uh, Let me just. I got to handle it. I got to get it together. But no, like God wants you right where you are to just like turn to him and be like, oh, you know what? This is what's on my heart. I'm I'm laying it out to you. And I'm just going to be honest because I know I messed up. And now I'm feeling guilty for it. And now I'm feeling distant from you. And now my spirit isn't fulfilled. And I hate this. And I hate that I made this choice. And I'm so sorry. And for the third point, God wants to teach us the best way to go, no matter what season we're in. And I want to make it make sense because God loves to counsel and teach us. He doesn't want to ever have to punish or discipline his children. But sometimes we do get out of control. Like over the summer, I was out of control. 
And then when we get out of control, we only leave God like one choice, one option. Okay, well, now he has no choice. And then when we don't abandon our pride, we aren't able to genuinely open up to him and admit like where we have fallen short. Because in order to open up to him, we also have to apologize and apologize with the intention to put an end to the things that are forcing us and causing us to be distant and to feel guilty. We have to be serious about letting those things go. We have to truly be sorry. We have to truly be like, okay, God, help me, help me. I'm falling, help me. Because that's what he wants to do for us. And he also wants to teach us. Like he wants to be able to teach us the best way to go because he wants to be able to use us in the best ways. And thinking about the fact that he feels like No matter what, I love this child and I'm going to be there to teach this child every step of the way. Just think about that. Think about the fact that God wants the best for us at all times. And sometimes we leave him no choice but to discipline us. But that's only so that we can still be useful to him because he doesn't want to have to discipline us. Like how great, like he's a great father come on now and the most like what's so beautiful is that as we change and as we go through seasons and as life happens to us in the world he wants us to remain useful to him if we would allow him whether we are in a good place or a bad place he wants us to remain useful so he's going to do what he has to do for us to remain useful no matter what that looks like. And and for us, it's like, okay, well, either you're going to choose to live in the flow of my power or you're going to choose to live against it, like straight up. Either we're going to choose to live in the flow with him or we're going to choose to live against the flow. But either way, he's trying to use us. He needs us to be useful. So just think about that. God is like just such a perfect God that he leads us step by step in either the best way or he leads us through discipline. But he's still leading us the best way possible. No matter what, he's always leading us the best way on the best path that he has. And it's a life that we've never imagined for ourselves. It's a peace that we've never been able to have on our own because what he has for us is just, it's so different and and it's so hard to explain. But if you know, you know. But knowing that, no matter, okay, God, no matter what, I don't necessarily have to feel guilty, but, but like you might discipline me and I might feel that guilt because I'm going in the wrong way and you need me to be going the right way because the right way is your way and your way is always the best way. And being able to pray a prayer that's like, God, allow me to stay aligned with your path is going to cause us to be disciplined when we are not aligned with God's path. And that also allows us to be able to learn the right things to do for where we are. No matter where we are in life, God has already laid out the best path for us to go right now. So when we submit to him, when we're like, okay, God, allow me to walk with you. Allow me to be in your presence. If we're not doing the things that we should be doing, he's going to check us. And like being able to trust, like, okay, well, I, I got it. I'm not feeling the spirit. I'm not with you. I'm not here. I'm feeling distant. 
I must not be doing something or I must be doing something you told me not to be doing. It's it's so easy to like check myself now. Not I'm not gonna say easy. That was a lie. That was a huge lie. Um, it's it's I have more awareness. That's a better way to say it. That doesn't mean that it's easy though. And sometimes having awareness isn't easy either. But when God disciplines us, He does it with love. He does it in respect. He's so gentle. He gives us so much grace. So like even in my own parenting journey, like I'm like, oh, I can be so gentle. I can have so much grace because my father is so gentle with me. He's so patient with me. And I can't imagine having that amount of patience for my son because sometimes I just be like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm short, you know, my, my fuse is just really short. But like to have a father like that, it just makes me check myself, even in those moments when I'm like, you know, I, I check myself. I'll be like, OK, if God can give me this much grace. For, for my double back end, for all my sin, or for just being a sinner. Like, think of think about the fact that God still used David after everything that happened with Bathsheba. He disciplined David, but guess what? He forgave him. He was still able to use him. David was still useful, even though he was a sinner. So, like, even in the decisions that we make, good or bad, God still wants us to be useful. And he's not holding it against us. But by God correcting and redirecting us, it's like we can continue to learn how, you know, we should be and how we're supposed to navigate, you know, the highs and the lows in our own relationships and like the relationship that we have with God and the relationship that we have with other people like that mind blown. When I tell you my mind was blown when I was planning out this episode, it was blown. Understanding and remembering that God is not trying to hurt us. But being corrected can hurt at times, especially if we're comfortable in being so stubborn and being so just like so hard to to deal with and so impatient like that can hurt. It can hurt because, again, it's causing us. It's forcing us and pushing us to be a different version of who we are. But that's okay because God is trying to lead us in the best way. If we're obedient, he's always leading us in the best way. He's not ever trying to hurt us, but it can hurt because it's uncomfortable, because we are stubborn, because we are impatient, because we are controlling, and because we are so imperfect. Like it can hurt, but it's just always good to remember we are already who God created us to be. And God is always positioning us for greatness, no matter what. He's always positioning us in the sense, and not in the worldly sense, I'm talking about in the spiritual sense, to be so fulfilled and to to be successful in having a relationship with him first and foremost. And then everything else, the fruit of everything else that comes out of just being who he created me to be. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't, you can't talk to me. Don't don't talk to me about anything else because I'm who God created me to be. And I'm going to be the best. Not perfect, but I'm going to be the best because he's leading me to be the best. And I can come to him and I can say, I'm sorry, God. And I don't have to feel the burden that I carry because this burden is not mine to carry. If I give it to him, I don't have to make certain decisions. Because he already knows his burden and he wants me to have the best. And he doesn't want to have to discipline me. So next time 
I should just turn to him because, you know, it would just eliminate a lot of other things because I'm planting other seeds that don't need to be planted. Okay. But yeah, this episode was just a little bit into like me reflecting and I wanted to share this because this is just a problem that we all deal with. Like all of us as his children deal with the fact that we love God so much that we don't want to disappoint him. And of course, nobody wants to be disciplined, but like the lessons that come out of that, the blessings that come out of that is beautiful. And the testimonies that we are able to have as we walk through our relationship with him, speechless, don't got nothing else to say. And that's it. And I want to recap the points. Point number one, God loves to guide us with his love and wisdom. Never, ever, ever forget that. Point number two, God needs us to abandon our pride. And point number three, God wants to teach us the best way to go in this season. And those are our three points. And for our journal assignment, ask yourself this one thing. um, And this is something that you can do whenever you're feeling heavy, whenever you're feeling distant, whenever you are feeling like, You've made decisions you know God has already checked you on or you feel like God is trying to check you on a new decision or you feel like um, you've been displeasing to God in any way. Are you sorry? Are you genuinely sorry for your sin? And do you genuinely intend to stop whatever it is? And bring that to him. Because if you feel like you can answer yes to both of these questions, save them, write them down, and just go pray to him. It'll just help you move past it. It'll help you um, come back to him. It'll help you um, just get to a place, get back to your place of peace and your place of feeling fulfilled and being fulfilled. So yes, that those two are our journal assignments for this week. And our melody of the week is... Distance by Cortez. And the part that I actually wanted to share with y'all is about a minute in. And he says, you told me hit the road. You said I got to go. Sent your son for my souls. And I got to let let him know. The enemy coming like wolves. And I got to stay woke. But I don't ever got to fear. Because the same power that rose lives in my soul. And then he says, If you send me, then I'll run the distance. All I pray is you give me your wisdom. I'm ready to lay down my life. I know that you'll be by my side. So go check him out. I mean, a lot lot of people listen to Cortez already, but he's great. So I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.